Hello. Welcome. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome, Merci. Jay. Welcome, Rob. Hola. This is 14 Dreams, a brand new podcast focusing on all teams outside the big six of the Premier League. I am Pablo. I don't like to talk about it, but I am a Bournemouth fan. <laughs> and we have a golden boot winner in the mix here today. Guilty. Golden boot winner from the Music Society of the University of Nottingham. It's Mr. Hot, Joe Matthews. Hotly contested that. Yeah, a bit of an oxymoron, really, isn't it? But... Yeah. Mm. We have the manager, the man who took the rogue Joe Matthews under his wing, <laughs> leading, leading the Music Society to victory in the Nottingham University Societies League. It's Reading fan, so he knows all about being outside the top six. Rob Wellsby. It's great stuff. Just, I, th- I think we should clarify for our many listeners that mm. the top six, sadly, we're not including Watford in the top six, even though they're currently there. But yeah. Man United, just we're going to say they're a top six. We'll see. The big six, isn't it? It's not the top six, really. It's the big six. Outside. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. We don't want to offend those um, Watfordians. Um, no. Yeah. Currently. Currently no. doing well. Um, That's true. I mean, Manu have done a fantastic job of going below Bournemouth without Bournemouth even playing, I have to say. They, well, Mourinho so. did say in 2004 he will destroy United. Um, <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. It is. But we're not talking about like, them. Like Torres at Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. But that's enough. That's enough of... That's the... enough of the top six. No more talk of the top six. It's not what we're here for. Deal. Deal. No. Although we will mention them in the results, of course. Yes, which I believe which, is coming up which, now. Yes, it is coming up <laughs> now. And, it, and, it's, and it's over to you, Rob. Well, a, a, big, a big one to start with was um, West Ham Man United. So I guess we are very briefly talking about them, but probably should focus more on um, West Ham's um, dominance in that match, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, easy win. Man United set up for because bear in mind West Ham hadn't won at home yet. Um, mm. Yep, and um, they well they had Man U scared. Man U scared. I think that was uh, one of the probably the biggest upsets of the the round. You've got Arsenal comfortably beating Watford, um, who yep. have had a good start. Um, I think Watford did put in a, a bit of a shift, but um, yeah. They that, always start well. They played well, actually, Watford, didn't they? Mm. They were a bit unlucky, I thought. Yeah. They always start well, though, don't they, Watford, and then kind of fall away. So it's just, I mean, if they can keep it up, then they do have a shout at that elusive seventh yeah. place. Because um, they're scoring goals, not just from the strikers. You've got, like, Pereira chipping in, people like that as well. So, I mean, it's it's three of their, their, the last three games they haven't won, so they've lost, drawn and lost. Mm. So they've obviously had a very, very good start with their their four wins, which has maintained their mm. top six spot. But um, I'm sure we'll see them bounce back. They they do have a very very strong squad. Um, they they didn't deserve to lose, did they, at the weekend? No, I think mm. it's just some good finishing in class in the end, or a bit of yeah. luck as well. And bad bad finishing by what well, good good goalkeeping yeah. performance. Yeah, I think yeah. from the from the other team mm. from that team. Yeah, yeah, I think I think well. Fulham losing 3-0 to Everton. Everton made it, but quite simple. But Sessegnon did hit the bar early on for, for Fulham. That would have been a different start had they gone 1-0 up. I mean, Gilby, mm-hmm. the man, um, recovering what after hitting the bar himself from um, a spot kick. 
Um, which was a bit. I'm going to make an early big shout, by the way, of for Gilfy. Is he the best player outside the the big six? Mm, well, put it out there. You don't have to answer right now. Maybe just something to think about. Come back. Okay. To best player outside of the top six. I think he's better than mm. a lot of players in the top six. <laughs> I, I would agree with that as well. <laughs> um, I mean, is is he better? Is he better than David Brooks though? Because I mean. We've all seen about it. three minutes in, and we've had a Bournemouth reference. Well, I, I did all right, didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> I mean, no. yeah, I, yeah. Outside the top, yeah, six, he probably maybe. is better than David Brooks at the moment. I mean, if, if you're wanting another Bournemouth reference, wait. you've got you've got Fraser doing well in the fantasy stats for people. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Very good. Yeah, Bournemouth yet to play, of course, this weekend. Playing tomorrow night. Yeah, they are. They are indeed against. Um, um, Wilfred's at home, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a, a tough one. It'll be quite an interesting one because they've, they've started well, had some strong performances as well. Um, but back to the results that have happened. Tottenham, um, well, mm. Harry Kane has now scored more goals in the Premier League at Huddersfield than Huddersfield have. Oh, it's a lovely um, stat, isn't it? I don't think it's, I don't think it's Huddersfield. <laughs> I think he's just the top Premier League scorer at the stadium. At the John Smith Stadium. At their stadium. Which is a. Oh, what a lovely stat that is. That's, I, I, okay, I, that's bear in mind, it's their second season, but yeah, <laughs> it's probably it's the second time he's played there. So Four goals in two games. Yeah, which it? is um, worrying for Huddersfield. You're probably tipping them to go down, really, aren't you? You are, yeah, yeah because they're just, they're just not scoring enough. And No, I'm not better as a Reading fan still, but I think it is going to be of second course. season syndrome. Uh, but they just, they've hardly won any games <laughs> in the last few months, really. It's just... Um, yeah, it's not been going well for them. And they did stay up last year, and I was pleased because it's nice to see some of the smaller teams mm. hanging on and staying in there compared yeah. to, you know, you get some, some massive teams. You look at, like, Sunderland team with their calibre going down and then teams like Huddersfield. So yeah. it's, it's great. So, Pablo, I just want to um, take you up on that a little bit because, obviously, with you guys supporting traditionally smaller yeah. teams... When when you've got clubs like Huddersfield, um, and you know we could I love Bournemouth because of you, but <laughs> we could include Bournemouth in that yeah. bracket in mm. the Premier League, and then clubs like like you said Sunderland who've dropped down two divisions mm. now, and, and and Aston Villa in the Championship, Leeds are a big club, West Brom are a big club, Birmingham City, all mm. these teams. If if you are a just a football mm. fan, do you not want to see the biggest clubs playing in? the biggest and best league in the same way that you want to see the best players in, in the Premier League. I understand that, yeah. But in a way, it does make me laugh to see how the fans of those clubs yeah. can't can't accept it and they hate that little clubs like Bournemouth are in the Premier League and they're not. And but So it, I just think it's... I think it makes, makes for a more yeah. humble Premier League mm. and I like that. I like it humble. So. It, it depends how you're defining big teams. Like you're saying Leeds and people like that. Are you is that because of the amount of supporters? Because of the, their history? Because mm. I know you could see in the future a lot of people clinging on to well Liverpool at the moment, mm. <laughs> um, clinging on to the history and even Spurs to a degree. Well, Spurs mm. to yeah to the same extent. Um, I think I think it's I think it's fan yeah. base, isn't it? Really, because you could like you know Not- Nottingham Forest have got a reasonably mm. big fan base and they've won the European Cup twice. So you could say. They're another huge club, but you wouldn't necessarily say no. they're maybe maybe being a bit unfair, but as big as someone like no. um, mm. Villa. I yeah. know Villa have won the European Cup as well. Yeah, but... but if you if you go on recent history, like the last 
20 years or so, like I saw a, a Newcastle kind of chairman of a supporters club saying how yep. Newcastle shouldn't be spoken about in the same breath as clubs like Bournemouth and Huddersfield. And you just think they've not won anything for kind of around 50 years. And yes, fantastic stadium, great kind of footballing town, but it doesn't give you a divine right to be in the top half of the Premier League. Well, ultimately, nothing no. does, does it? Like, you know, whatever you do, it's it's, it's your performances that, that dictate and should dictate that, we can all agree. But it's just interesting to to think of, you know, when you've got, and there's no disrespect to them at all, but there's, there's somewhat smaller clubs in terms of smaller ground, smaller fan base. I just wonder, wonder what that maybe does to the Premier League. Is Is that one of the reasons we've now got you know, we've got the big six and then essentially another league going on. Well, we? you look at, um, I mean, mm. when Leicester won the, the Premier League, that's turned them into a bigger club. Before that, yeah, before I that agree. championship, they're in and out of the Premier League. They weren't, they weren't in too yeah. big. But now because of that, they're seen as, oh, they should be pushing for Europe. Mm. So you only need a, a one season yeah. to do well and you're looking at moving up. And the fact that it's now the big six, whereas... 10 years ago it was the big four so it's it's widening um i know what you mean but then again leicester winning the league has still not put them into the so oh, no, big no, six big just because that season was so sensational <laughs> and don't get me wrong it's probably my favorite premier league season of all time but that's do you see what i mean even though they did it and for that year they were the big six of the best team in the country they're still in the big oh, six no, now. No, they're all, but yeah. they've, they've raised their profile massively. And people, let's say before that, would argue that yeah, by that logic, a Villa could have replaced them in, in the league uh, in this point in time if they hadn't have won it. They, they wouldn't be seen as that. Um, but mm. Newcastle, Cardiff and Huddersfield all yet to win. Um, so they've got all, all yeah. going to be having a, a bit of a worry. Mm. Um, Is that the bottom? Do you think, if you had to say now, that would be the bottom three at the end of the season? I, do. I think Fulham will be fine. Um, mm-hmm. I think the other ones that may be closer would be Brighton and Southampton. Mm. Um, I think when you go up, I think Burnley will be fine. They'll get themselves in gear. They've had an awful start. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't think there's going to be huge competition for those bottom three. I think maybe you'll have five, maybe six teams battling yeah. out at the end. I'm, I'm mm. not sure if it's going to be a kind of, you know... 14 horse race as it has been in some seasons I think there will be a bit more of a gap I mean I said that at the start of last season and it it didn't happen but this year it feels (laughs) Wolves and I think like you say Fulham come up very strong built intelligently then you look at the bottom three Huddersfield still haven't got an out and out scorer Cardiff you know they've they've not won they've they've got two draws both of those were nil nils against 10 men Mm. Um, and then you've got Newcastle who are having all sorts of problems. So yeah, it could be. I think I think looking at that that table mm. now, I I can't see Cardiff and Huddersfield winning many games no, at all. No. And it, just just based on on the first, well, we seven games mm. in. I I I don't think there are three worse teams than either of those two. But I just think if Newcastle can get a little bit of a run mm. going. Rafa's got that in him. He he's a sort of manager, isn't he, Rafa, who who earmarks games yeah. for, for for points. I'm not saying, you know, they they lost to Leicester this weekend, didn't they? I'm not saying that was a 
uh, result he'd mm. be thrown away because he'd have wanted something from that. But he's very good at deciding, you know, the games mm. that they really want to pinpoint and mm. go for. I think he might have that little bit of now. They're, they're not losing out. by huge margins either. I mean, they've lost five and their goal difference. No, which is, is crucial. Six, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really good point. When it gets to the stage where sort of uh, a one nil, one two nil defeat to Man City is actually seen as a as a good result because you yeah. get teams yeah, you don't, five nil. So Bright, Brighton at losing only two nil at the City Ground is um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can look at that. That's a pretty good result. They're not getting spanked five nil, four nil, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess we should maybe focus on one of our lower teams. Talk about Brighton. Um, can can we just mm-hmm. mention um, whilst we're at it as well uh, how well Wolves yes. are doing? Yes, 2-0 win over Southampton this weekend. Mm. Well, they've, um, yeah, they've only yeah. lost one, which is the least amount outside of the top three currently who've not lost at all. Um, that was very mm. impressive. Yeah. And giving games a go and do, do as not... well, taking it to the other, to big teams and Seems to be a bit of a shift yeah. in that in generally. You look at Watford, you look at Fulham, you look at Bournemouth. A lot of teams yep. are going for it a lot more, especially against teams because some of the top six are losing that fear factor a bit, I think. Oh, yeah. 100%. I agree, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, Wolves, Wolves have brought in some, some good contingents and a lot of Portuguese players are um, yeah doing well. And defensively, they've been strong too. Mm. Yeah. Well, that result wasn't that, that winning at Southampton didn't feel like a bit of a surprise at all. It it sounded routine, yeah a bit of a banker yeah, given the start balls we had. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Good. So I think we've covered most of the results. Yeah, we said Newcastle lost to Leicester. Um mm. Chelsea Liverpool was one all. We'll gloss straight over that one. <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> and then didn't, didn't happen. happen. Did it? Not worth happen. not worth talking about any of the goals in there. No quality whatsoever. <laughs> Um, I see anyone is Cardiff <laughs> yet again losing to Burnley, which has put them on the up again. It um, has. Yeah. And Cardiff, um, Neil Warnock has said today he doesn't have a clue how to, um, how how to, to defend. defend, how to improve the defence. Yeah, I saw which that. Is a big part of Cardiff's game is to defend and try and send those long balls up. So. Well, a big part of football, Pablo. A big part is quite, quite an omission, isn't it, from the manager to come Probably out and why say they've that. got a goal difference of minus 12 in um, <laughs> seven games. So the ones they've lost, yeah. they've lost by over two goals per game, which is it's not the best. Um, so mm. it backs up his own comment, really. Also, also I, I quite like Neil. Mm. I, think he's, I think he's very he's entertaining. Very marmite. However, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. But although, obviously, he's come out and he's been honest. Mm. Which is to some extent refreshing. Mm. What is he doing coming out and saying that to the media? It seems a bit defeatist and it just seems like he's just here for the ride. He's here for a season. He's got he's got thirty eight yep. FA Cup games, basically. He's just you know, every game is yeah. like a big game. If we lose, oh it doesn't matter. We had a good time, but yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting way of looking at it. I like that thirty eight FA Cup game. But I might be wrong, you know, Cardiff fans have have been quite annoyed about people predicting them to go down, saying, you know, you don't know the city and stuff. So Mm. they might get a run together. You think if they get one win... They're representing Wales. Yeah. Now that... Yeah. Yeah. Great stadium. The thing is, is, sorry, Pabs, 
But the, 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 the thing is, if they can say that all they want, but they've got two points from seven games, I'm not, and I'm not having a go because I'd, I'd think, you know, the Cardiff fans have been through a huge amount yeah. over the past few seasons and they, they deserve a good season and they deserve a, a, a season in Premier League football. I've got nothing against the club. But if any of them are saying, oh, you, you know, you don't know what we're capable of, all we can say Correct. is at the moment it's not <laughs> no. a good start, is well, it? Yeah, <laughs> we're not sure what you are because it's not happened yet, has it? No. Exactly. <laughs> so, moving on from the results, um, Rob, anything interesting happen in the world of sports or otherwise on this day in years gone by? Um, Do you want to say what this day is? Well, this, this day, very good point. It's the, it's the 30th of on. September. The 30th of September. Ah, yes. oh, isn't it awkward when your research is for a different day? Um, okay. Well, what what day Ouch. have we got? We so can, uh, I, we can I, talk we, about we're, a different we're day at if you like. Brighton, the team that are focusing on. So coming up yes. for their next match um, against West Ham, which will be a a tasty one. West Ham yes. on the up, Brighton obviously needing to do well. It's it's not a mm. six pointer really, but it's that that part of the table. Mm. Um, so fifth mm. of October, I think it is the only Friday match. Um, but. Um, it was actually the, the release date of Dr. No, the first James Bond um, film, and the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do. Not though, too good facts. <laughs> I love I like them. that a lot. And sorry, Rob, just to clarify this, they weren't both in the same year, were they? Because what was Love Me Do was 63, was it? Or what was Dr. No? Was that very 61? close, very close. Um, right in the middle, 62, both of them. Ooh. A good year wow. and music. What a day that was. Both, both being brought on the screen. <laughs> I mean, the Disney Hotel in California was also opened um, on that day, but um, a few years, seven years earlier. Um, <laughs> so they'd been going a bit longer. But folks on that, that, that year. Um, yeah. Nothing to do with football. Can't even link it in, but fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Like that a lot. It's good to know. It's very good to know. Yeah. And Joe, um, before we do focus on Brighton, any referees or lines people you wish to praise this weekend? Well, so I was thinking about this earlier because when, when you gave me the instruction of finding a series of good decisions, I think that, I think there have been a lot of good decisions, but obviously, unfortunately, you focus on the mm. wrong ones. The big one, the wrong one, you know what I'm going to say, was the one that was offside for in the West mm. Ham game. Two offsides, um, actually, wasn't I, there in that, in that one move? I think Zabaleta was offside. Yes, yeah, yeah, there was. And then, and then arguably a foul for West Ham's mm. third goal. I, I don't think it was mm. a foul. Um, so maybe we could say that that's the good decision that um, was it, I can't remember who it was who, who knocked over mm. Rashford playing that foul and then West Ham yeah well did that so maybe we can maybe we can say that was a that was a good decision mm. by by the officials yeah. yeah well done to that referee I can't there weren't that sorry there, there weren't there weren't really any howlers were those mm. again apart from maybe that first goal mm. which I don't think affected the result no really. no. In the sense that West Ham completely outplayed Man mm. No, I mean, McAnally was saying on Sky Sports that the penalty that Guilfrey missed was a bit of a rubbish decision. But looking back, there was there was a push and there was contact on Calvert-Lewin. So I think... Yeah. Um, yeah. But either way, he missed. And again, not something that affected the result of the match. So, yeah, yeah. no real game-changing decisions. So... Quite a good weekend thus far, I think, for the officials. I've I've not seen any of 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 Cardiff Burnley yet. No, to be honest. But other than that, I thought the officials have done okay. Yeah. Yes. 
So well done, well done to them. <laughs> There's an applause button <laughs> on the app, but I can't press it at the moment, apparently. So oh. fortunately, no, we'll, we'll say sure, that for I'm later. Sure our fans are applauding in their cars or on their journey to work. Or <laughs> don't applaud in your cars, please. No, don't. If you're listening. Do hands on. You are a passenger. Um, yeah pull over safely yeah. and then and yeah. then applaud yeah your exactly content. exactly yeah um safety mm. first yes yeah very good oh, <laughs> there we go. that might get a laugh that one so we'll, we'll see yeah um tweet us i think we've got a, a, a tweeter um, yeah if, uh, you, if you are yeah. listening um i think we've got one follower so if we can double that have, that's yeah that's a big percentage increase double it every yeah, day that's what we want it's my aim. So now we are going on to our featured team, which is Brighton and Hove. We can't forget Hove because it's Brighton. Hove, actually, they call it, yes, don't they? Of course, very good. Do you think the people yeah. of Hove get a bit annoyed about most people just referring to it as Brighton? Well, is, has it not been made into one city now? Is it, is it not just one? Because they were obviously two separate. Is it not just one? It might well be the city of Brighton and Hove. Yeah, you can't you can't go down. I there don't and want to offend any Brightoners or Hove no. Albions. Um, you don't go to you don't go to um, Redbridge <laughs> and call it Dagenham, do you? Um, so it, I mean, good point. That's good true. Point, well it is also a different club and a different area. So... And you don't go to um, Diamonds and call it Rushton. So obviously, the, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Milton and Keynes. I don't know. You don't go to Milton and call it. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Super. Yeah. None of which really has any reference. But yeah, Brighton is 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 who we are focusing on. Then isn't it, Pabs? We are focusing them, and and what a history they've had. Hey, Joe. Is that a key for me to start talking about Brighton's um, history? Yeah. If, you, if make of it what you will, but you can get yeah. your Wikipedia up. Um... <laughs> It's not our source. Well, fans. Um, yeah. According to said Wikipedia, mm-hmm. oh, maybe it is. It is it is quite interesting, Brighton, in terms of um, really the last sort of twenty five years mm. or so, when I think it was ninety seven, mm. they were very close to getting relegated to the conference. It seems to me that all the teams that the little teams that come up, and again, apologies to these guys, but the so called little teams. Mm like you were saying, Pablo, um, always seem to have this story where there were, they were minutes away from administration or whatever. Yeah. Like when Bournemouth nearly got relegated to the conference, yeah. I think Wigan did it when they were in the Premier League a few years ago and everyone talked about when they were a nothing Yeah, club. Swansea have come up through it and Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, apparently this is a prerequisite before you get to the Premier League now. So Brighton yeah. went or nearly went into liquidation in 1997. Yeah. Nearly went into the conference that year and, um, you know, thankfully managed, managed to turn it around, which is good because I think it is, it's, a, it's a, great, a great club. Um, and they, I think they're proving that again this season. Last season, I thought they did really well. And I know they might say oh, it's a bit lacklustre in some ways at the start of this season. I actually think they've been performing pretty well. I think Chris Hutton's a good manager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was the interesting thing I found out about their history. They had quite a good time in the sort of late seventies, early eighties when they're in the first division. Yeah. Um, but the, interestingly enough, again, I didn't mm. know this. The only silverware they've got is from I think a charity shield, which used to be contested between 
the football league winners and the southern league winners right. or something, which is why they've they've got that <laughs> as their only trophy. And they, I think they lost in the nineteen eighty three FA Cup final. Mm. Yes, they did get to um, an FA Cup final, mm. which is it's yeah. big for a club like that. I was mm. I was raving when Reading just got to the semi final. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the most impressive thing, really, about Brighton is so far is is now. It's it's that they've had one season in the Premier League. They stayed mm. up there. They stayed up there reasonably comfortably, um, and they look now like they belong. Mm. You know, I'm not saying they're guaranteed to be safe this season. No, but they do look like they're competitive. They look like they they know what to expect in, in the Premier well, League. Currently, you know? yeah, they're. Um... There are a few teams that are a lot worse than doing worse than them starting yeah. off. So, but yeah. this this West Ham match is a big match. I know they're very mm. similar to each other, and you'd expect West Ham to finish higher up the table the amount of money yeah. they spent. But it's it's um I guess you can call it a big three points, although very early in the season because it yeah. that could send them away from the relegation zone and yeah. moving up. So it could set yeah. their course. Is it fair to say that both teams are going into this game looking for the win? Yeah? I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Interestingly, though, Brighton have only won something like two of their last 15 in the Premier League. You wouldn't think it from the way they play and the atmosphere at the Amex. But yeah, two wins, both against Man U. And that's the only wins they've had in about 15. Two in the last 15. It's funny, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it just with a general rhetoric about how they've been playing, No, there's you? not. There's no, seems no pressure on Hewton at all, does there? He's, no. They just have yeah. to be there, really, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> When when you put it like that, you see that though two out of fifteen. Mm. I mean, that is that's nailed on relegation. It, it is. No, but they've they've had a few tough games, and I think as well, they're not playing another team from the big six until the middle of December. So there's a good run of games. Yeah, that they can pick things up, and they're showing fighting yeah. spirit. You know, they drew against Saints and they drew against Fulham, two 0 down in both. So they are capable of a comeback the only yeah. thing is there's and not they're, they're not beating the teams around them and it's all well and good beating man united but how much difference yeah. does that make to the table surely it's a good win but you'd yeah. rather beat somebody around you to get that gap you wouldn't have thought that's the win that would define this no. season is it hmm. And we've lost Joe on that very important We point. have lost Joe on a crucial point he was about to make. Knowing Joe, I'm sure it would have been um, great. Um, probably some probably some banter involved in there as well. Probably. One maybe band. maybe a joke. Maybe. But, um, maybe. I guess I, we, we carry on. The show must go on. Um, yeah. In this year of Freddie Mercury. Yes, um, new film coming out soon, isn't there? Bohemian Rhapsody. It is. It is. I don't have a date for that. We'll. I'm sure I'll put that one in on a, a football match at some point. Um, yes. But a, a few players to watch. Um, for Brighton. Um, kind of one one in each point. Joe, we're just talking about um players to watch. Um, oh, okay, sorry, your, Gob. Your thrilling point. Um, I've kind of got one in each um each position actually. Duffy in the mm. back um has got two goals and two assists. So yeah. competing with the likes of Alonso, I guess he's a bit of a playmaker. I mean, defensively they've not been great, as we know. Um, not many yeah. sheets. Um But if you've got a defender that can get forwards, get their head on a goal or two, and um, provide a couple of assists, that's he's a threat, isn't he? He's definitely yeah. a threat. Build, building out from the back, 
Um, Knockhart, another one, he's very hit and miss, but um, when he mm. turns on, you know he can be um, pretty yeah. fast. So he's he's got a goal and he's got a few assists as well, assisting the main man yeah. for them, um, Murray. Um, yeah. which I think a lot of people wrote off early in the season just because of his age and oh, will he be able to do it in the Premier League but I think he's proving um, a lot of people wrong so for your fantasy team he's not a bad buy he's got yeah. crucial goals wise yeah. yeah. the, the fact that they've got him could could set them apart from the others couldn't they well, yeah. just very quickly about Anthony Knockart because mm. I watched him quite closely last season mm. on account of I put him in my fantasy team at the start of the year Mm. Um, because of how well he'd done the championship. Yeah. I I don't know if it's the way Brighton play mm. or if it's just this step up to the next level and if he's one of those players who, who's caught in between the the championship and premiership. Um, but I, I feel that he's, he's not delivered at all mm. and he's almost become a more defensive sort of of winger do you think that's a fair comment um yeah um it was interesting because he came out last week actually talking about this um and saying about how he was suffering from kind of mental health issues last season he lost his i think he lost his father he lost some family members and maybe divorce as well and it just completely put him off his game and it's obviously it's a lot of people look at footballers and think you know what have they got to be sad about you know kind of they've got all this money and stuff but it's yeah, yeah. Mm. it does get overlooked and it, it was interesting as well um Steve Cook came out saying how he lost his cousin and the next game um he played he kept it all quiet and he was really poor in that game but he just kept going and it's it's interesting how little we know about footballers private lives there's so so much of their lives are in the media yet there's things like this that are kind of swept under the carpets. Yeah. Do you think it's fair to say, when you say so mm. much of their lives in the media, so much of the absolute superstars lies in the media, but actually, like you say, someone like Steve Cook at Bournemouth or, or Anthony mm. Knockout at Brighton, um, yeah. great players that they are and great professionals mm. that they are, are not going to be splashed over a lot of pay, a lot of the papers, are they? No, no, not at all. But no, you're right. He's, he is quite a key player for them, so... It... Whatever may be happening, I think if he if he performs, I think that can be a big difference to him. The same with Murray, because mm. outside of Murray, they're not really getting goals from anywhere. They, I mean, they've had no. Pascal Gross the last season was very very good, but he's been injured the last four, five games, three games, or however yeah. many other yeah. Um, and he was a big difference to them last season, so I think they need um need him to come back, which I think he's expected back beginning of October, maybe even for the next match. So. He could um, could be another one to watch and, and turn around, um, but if you're looking at their, their um, who they play, they they played a few of the the big six already. I mean, they've played Man U, Liverpool, Tottenham, and City. Yeah, yeah. and um, like you say, not being thrashed. Whilst yeah. defensively not amazing, they're not being thrashed, mm. are they? No, not so at it's all. not at all. It's um, no. I think the the future is bright. I mean, if you you're expecting to almost lose, so James. Um, what was that, Joe? It was bright. And... Oh, oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they're difficult to find, mate. Sometimes they're in front of your face. Clap, Don't worry, carry cheers. on. Clap for cheers. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, so I think Brighton are, are very much a team that have got a few key players. They don't yes. 
obviously all the, the lower down teams don't have multiple people to call on, but you only need a couple of them that against certain teams. And I think they can do it against West Ham because West Ham have shown that start of the season, if they're not tactically aware as a unit, um, they can be yeah. found out, which be it'll be a good game for them both. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, away to Newcastle and home to Wolves. So there are they are big games, really. Mm. Um, but hopefully ones that Brighton can pick points up in and maybe worth, as you say, not playing the top six for a while, worth a punt in the fantasy team. Yeah, especially yeah. Um, cheap. I think Duffy, um, quickly looking, is only 4.5 mil. So uh, mm. a bit of a bargain as a, as a defender. Nice. Yeah. Um, same with Knockart. Knockart's only 5.5. So if you've not got much to spare, you've not had a good start, mm. maybe have a, have a gamble of one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. And, wh- and where is Murray in terms of strikers overall? He must be quite high up. So he's he scored four. Um, mm. Don't know where that puts him overall. I can have a, a quick look, um, see where he is. I think he is ninth. I'm looking here. He is ninth. Out of all the strikers. Okay. And, yeah. Only striker cheaper than him, above him, is Cannon Wilson. But we're not talking about Bournemouth, are we, Pablo? We're not. No. Whilst we are talking about fantasy football, I just want to mention how annoying Harry Maguire has been for me in fantasy football in recent weeks. I I wish I triple-captained him. He he was a delight. Let's go back two weeks. Two weeks to the Bournemouth game. I hear Fraser is injured. Leave him out. Maguire's in the team. Minus one point for me. How many points did Fraser get that game? Like 15, 16, I think. Nice. So nice. I had Juan Bissaka on the bench as well. Nice. <laughs> he's a good... He's he's done well as well. That'll be an interest, another one to watch for tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Again, last week, nine points in fantasy football. On my bench, Maguire playing... Two two points. So I think I think what we can learn from this then is mm. um for well, set, Rob, hold on a sec, is... sorry to interrupt, but Pablo, mm. the good news is Harry Maguire got you loads of points this week, right? Well, funny you should say that, Joe, because I'd had enough of this low scoring Harry Maguire. <laughs> Put him on the bench, eighteen points. And he's number three, so he's not he's not in there now. So <laughs> lesson to be learned for our listeners. Um don't listen to Pablo's fantasy tips. No, but do listen to my betting tips because they do come off once in every four years. And, you and they, are, they are big bets as well, aren't they? They're gold. How many other people put a quid on Jody and Lescott to score first against France in the Euros? Oh, yeah. 2012. Wow, going back a bit. Yeah. If you did, tweet us. It'd be good to know. Yeah. At 14 Dreams Show. So what there is, we go. What is, Pablo, just out of curiosity, what is your fantasy football tip of the week? So we can my, avoid it. My fantasy football tip of the week for the <laughs> is next... it? Sorry, have you already said it? Is it load up with Brighton players? No, I haven't got Brighton players in my squad actually. At the moment, my fantasy tip of the week would have to be. Oh, I'd probably have to bring a Watford player in, and I know that's really bad as they're playing us next week. But there's always goals in Bournemouth Watford. Okay. Um, big scoring two alls you get and. Yeah, I think Watford have put two past us in the last three matches. Nice. Twice every time in the last three. So, putting in a Dini or a Pereira is, is not a bad shout there. Um, I'm not going to do five, it because I'm always it. wrong. 
Yes. Speaking of fans, would you like to hear about some famous Brighton fans? Go for it. I don't even know if I, if I could think of anyone. No. Well, well, I'm going to make this a bit more fun than just reading it out because that won't take long. So I'm going to give you some clues, and I want you to I want you to guess Excellent. these famous fans. Right. So okay. n- number one, Brighton. So I'm just going to read out some 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 little little hints. Yeah. This man has or had a a cracking mustache. He presented. Okay. Grandstand. Des Lynham. Correct. Oh. It's one point to Joe. Des Lynham is a Brighton Hove Albion fan. He is. He is That's a Brighton Hove Albion fan. It's wonderful though, isn't it? That's great. I like that. Yeah, go on. Give us the next one. The next one. His real name is Norman Cook. Oh. Christopher Walken has appeared in one of his music videos. Is it Fatboy Slim? It is Fat Boy Slim. It's one one. Nice. I recognise the uh, the Christopher Walken. No idea. Um, mm. Did not know that. What... That's very good. I had no idea his name was Norman Cook. I had heard that. I had heard that one because it it's one of those ones that's a very uh, normal name, let's say. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. he changed it, his real christening christen name was Quentin Leo. So a bit like Reginald Dwight, isn't it? Mm, it yeah. is. It is a bit like him. You're right. Um, but yeah, Fatboy Slim, big Brighton fan. I think Skint was a record company he was involved in. They actually sponsored Brighton for a while as well. So he is interesting. Not many people know. Match. Don't know if they play their songs for his song as a warm up or no. Well, right here, right now is a good kind of build up. So, so maybe I have to check it out next time. It's nice to hear he's a big fan and not yeah. really Michael Jackson's a big or was a big fan of Fulham. You know. Yeah, let's build a statue of him. Yeah. <laughs> The next Brighton fan, I think, should have a statue built after him. This is a real tough one. He's a member of Mensa. Um, He used to present Heart Breakfast with Emma Bunton. (laughs) He presented Top of the Pops. and Was he a Blue Peter presenter? I don't believe he was, no. Is it it Stephen someone? It is not Stephen someone. Um, This might help you. He has been They're goalkeeper. All to They're all clues. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but this one, this might. Hey, be... Are these all red herrings? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is this is this is all legit. He is a goalkeeper Sorry. in Soccer Aid for England. Jamie Theakston. Jamie You've Thiexton. got it. Yeah. Nice. There you go. I think being a member of Mensa maybe that's through you. You might really? not think yeah. about it. I... Just means yeah, you've just, got a good IQ, though. I've never it? seen him at any of the meetings. So. No, no, neither. But just, doesn't it just mean that you're good at like spot the difference and patterns and stuff? Well, basically? Pablo, um, for those yeah. not in Mensa, um, they think that, but no, that's not necessarily the case. Right. Um, we're a we're a selective bunch. Um, usually, you through didn't IQ talk tests. about all you other people. Yeah. Mm. But we, we'll cross. We'll talk you through it another day, Pablo, if you want. Okay, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's good. I, I'm fine not being in Mensa at the moment. But um, it's not really a choice, actually. I don't think. Is no. it? It's not. It's just just the way of life. Yeah. It's, you either are, you aren't. The Mensa uh, life chose me. Yeah. There's mm. a lot of talk about that these days. So <laughs> you yeah. are what you are. 
but they're interesting um yeah i would not have actively have guessed those people are they i'm guessing they're from that area um um i think yeah from the kind of sussex region yeah yeah i like that i like that a lot nice yeah nice it'd be interesting to see them at games yeah i mean didn't even need all the clues for for fat boy slim Go on, tell us the other ones. Oh, I was going to mention how he had a, a number one single with Caravan of Love, which was an a cappella song released by the House Martins, and he was normally the bass guitarist in that band. This wow. is pre, pre-DJ I would, Life. I would not have guessed that was him. It was literally just that, that, that name I heard. It, I, must have, I think I heard it the other day. Someone said we were talking about names mm. that aren't names. S. Yeah. Um, like you say, Reginald Dwight, which is who, Jay Matthews? Sir Elton John, correct. Of course, yeah, correct. We'll you should know that because I recently performed a song of his, as did Rob at a friend's wedding. So, yeah, still, still waiting for that video to appear. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a memory stick next time you see. You. There you go. I don't Beautiful. know if that if you if you didn't like it and you've decided not to publish it. Um, no, no. Well, maybe it's out maybe, there now. Maybe, it's not something maybe, we piece together we, on the day. We do need a theme tune. Maybe an excerpt from that would, would be a good good bit of, of music. Beautiful. Just to point out to our listeners, this was them singing at my wedding. So just, 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 just to clear that I'm not I'm not I'm not bragging about, you know You're welcome. Yeah. I mean they they, they were they were great. And for free. Festival, Usually we charge a lot. It would be a lot of money to get some of our calibre, but huge. Yeah. Lovely. Indeed. Day. Turned so, down three other jobs that day. Mm, you did. You did great, though. They did great, but but that's not what our listeners are here for. They're they're here to listen to us talk about talk about Brighton. But um, sorry, do we have anything else to say about Brighton? <laughs> um, maybe Chris Hutton actually. So, one of the only um, black and ethnic minority managers in the top two leagues, really. So, yeah. So, yeah. Does more need to be done there, or does it, where does the problem lie? Do we think with with that? I think I think all that's grassroots. That's so mm. difficult to say mm. if you're not sort of actively actively involved in that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but if you look at the proportion of of players in the Premier League now mm. who are you know. Not just foreign, because there's a huge number of foreign managers, as in foreign, not British. Um, mm. But the number of black and ethnic minority players, there's a huge amount, and it's, and it's not reflected in any way by the managers mm. at all, is it? No, it's no. There's there's a it's, massive imbalance. It's something that will take yeah. time, especially as a lot of managers seem to be ex-pros, and if you're looking back, how many years that was more imbalanced, whereas it's not now. So. 20 years I think naturally it may um, balance mm. itself out more oh well that's um, a bit so yeah but yeah I, I, it's hard to comment if you're not in the industry um, whether it's not having no. opportunities or if it is just one of those things that it, the percentages mm. of people applying or starting off I think that's then probably where you question it is why would they people of ethnic minorities not be um, no. physics, they're put off by it. They they feel that mm. I I've not really actually ever heard that there is problems diversity wise within it. It doesn't seem to be a topic within football as much. Um, no, not but maybe, maybe that's it. Then do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe it should be for that reason. Mm. 
but, but yeah but you look at punditry and you do have uh, you know you got Henri and Defoe and you Jermaine know Genus is is very good one in the BBC yeah yeah there are there and there is obviously it shows there is no kind of no problem in that sense but it's just yeah from a coaching point of view mm. there just doesn't seem to be many at the moment but I think we'll I think we'll see a difference in years to come when more players become managers and um... yeah I mean you're forgetting what the I mean we're fortunate to have grown up in a very tolerant kind of footballing society as such but you go back 20 30 years and Mm, it's a complete different story maybe they're just not at that age yet where those players that were the first ones to kind of be kind of more accepted in the Premier League are getting to the age of of coaching I guess yeah very true 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 yeah yeah Yeah. so I think what we need to do now is think about who we're going to be talking about next week so, are we voting on this, or are we having a bit of a discussion? Um, Who do we want to vote on? I've got, I've got the teams listed here, and with a click of a button, it's going to randomise for me who we're talking about next. Excellent. This, this is how Brighton were chosen, so we're going to see Fair enough. who we've got next. It's Burnley. Burnley, Ooh, oh, nice. City. Lots talking to talk about, about Burnley. Away at City. Plenty to talk about. Yeah. That is going to be good. So, so a bit of a bit of a fun kind of thing to continue for each week. Let's do a little uh, scorecast for their game next week. Okay. Now they're away to Manchester City. Mm. <laughs> so, sorry, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Two weeks ahead. No, nope, you're correct, mate. I've, no, it's Saturday, sixth of October is the next game. That'll and be they're the actually, games, but we'll be talking about them. Will we? Well, after that week, but we can't predict the score for that game because we need to predict the score for the for the game next weekend. I'll tell you what. Then why don't we why don't we score scorecast the Brighton West Ham game? Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's do it that way around. Okay. Um, oh, he's finding so, a solution, even if he doesn't turn yeah. up in time. Easy enough. <laughs> don't let them in behind the curtain. Um, Go on then, Pablo. Brighton West is Brighton at home, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Eight o'clock kick off. Eight o'clock kick off on a Friday the fifth of October. Okay, Thanks. okay. I'm going to make a call first. I'm, you know, if no one else is going to step up, I will. Even though okay. West Ham have been in, in buoyant form, a great win. I think there's something about a home game under the lights at night. There's just there's mm. that much more of a kick to it. I think you know what I mean. Um, yeah, a bit more. A bit more oomph. I think maybe mm-hmm. the Amex might see Brighton home. Yeah. And I think it might be 1-0. 1-0. Okay. And yeah. first goal and the goal scorer there? I've got to go Glenn Murray, haven't I? Okay. Rob, what about you? I, I think I'm going to go West Ham on this. Um, yeah. Even though Brighton, I think, would, I don't want to say a draw, just, but I think I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. Okay, and first goal scorer? Arnautovic. He's, okay. he's on fire. Mm-hmm. And in my football team, so I need him to do well. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to... Maybe... I'm going to go for the draw then. Nice. Makes it interesting, doesn't it? Fence-sitter. Fence-sitter, but I'm going 2-2, so I'm not... I'm, I'm being bold here. Nice. 
I'm going two two, and, and I'm going to go for you. Um, ooh, I'm going to go for Murray as well. I think I nice. think Brighton like to start fast at home, like to go all guns blazing. Um, but I think you know West Ham will come back at them. So yeah, two two, Glen Murray. Nice, interesting. Well, I guess. Um, one of us will be getting three beers next week. Um, whoever's correct. Yeah. Good, cool. Good, cool. So there we go. And obviously Joe is 1-0 up in the uh, in the famous fans round. Thank you. Um, so I had to keep tabs on that one as well. Yeah, jot that down, Pabs. I will, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it now. I'm typing it as we speak. We're saying... Are we. Yeah, okay. Only one nil. It's a two one, so it wasn't a it wasn't a an onslaught. It wasn't It's a win, Rob. It's a win, mate. It's, okay. It's, I'll give you I'll give, I'll give he's it, taking, he's yeah. taking three points. I'm just taking the Brighton approach at two nil at City isn't too bad, so that's brilliant. Three points. So so is there gonna be goal dif- there's gonna be a, a points difference as well in this famous yeah, game, it, there, Rob? Three points, but I'm only on minus one goal difference. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, fine. Very good. Okay. Good. Right, I just got to write down then. Joe's three points plus one. Rob, no points, minus one. Okay, I look forward to um, researching the famous Burnley fans. Oh, God, I can't. Uh, maybe I'm going to have to do. No, I won't, I won't do some research. I'll play it fairly. <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Don't do that. That's not how it works. I know, Joe. But um, yeah, that's, that's going to be a cracker. Is so I guess we'll see see you next week for um, Burnley. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for for joining me, guys, and and realizing the dream. It's a pleasure. Been... Always a pleasure to dream alongside you both. It is. It is. Yeah. Let's see which which three dreams by the end of the season um, may have died slightly. Yes. <laughs> but we'll have three new dreams to um to <laughs> contemplate. And that's the beauty. And that's the beauty because mm. it can keep going. And can keep going. People will think, you know, we've talked about Brighton. What happens in 14 weeks' time when we come back to Brighton? The football never you, ends. The football never ends. It's great. It doesn't just have to be history. You know, we can talk about a specific player. We can talk about, you know, their work in the community. That's always a nice a nice subject to see what these guys are up to nice. in their spare time. So, yeah, endless, endless possibilities with this, you know. Lovely. Well, I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Yes. Cheers, both. We'll see you next week. Thank you both, and thank you everyone for listening. Have a have a great week. Or just the one of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Adios. Cheerio. Ciao.